0: Ah, yes, it is. Happy Friday to you, folks. I'm Greg Russell sitting in this Friday for Paul W. Smith here on WJR. And, uh, yeah, Paul is actually out on this nice tour with some WJR listeners. They've got this nice little travel plan going. I know when he's back next week or the week after, he'll tell you all about it. They're out enjoying the sun, the weather, and just all types of different things countryside-wise. Once again, glad to be here. Glad to be back home, as I always like to say. This is the station where I started my radio career, actually on the FM side, WJR-FM. But now to be back here, this is like, you know, definitely full circle. We've got a lot of good stuff coming up today. A lot of fun things we're going to be talking about, including we've got some pizza. I wish we had smell-o-vision, as we always talk about in radio, where you could just take a sniff or a whiff. It's all coming in from the Imagine Theater, Uh, they've got some special pizza things and some special pizza events that will be going on. Well, we are all set to get things started. First of all, you're going to be hearing a lot of Beatles music coming up today because it was 60 years ago today that John, Paul, George, and Ringo first appeared on The Ed Sullivan Show. Never forget that evening, 8 p.m. It was CBS TV. I just remember as a little kid, I really didn't want to tune in. I wanted to watch My Favorite Martian, which was on another station. But back then we just had the one main family TV and my brother, who was nine years older than me, uh, actually commandeered it first. So I just remember sitting there, I was kind of uh, cheesed off thinking, I really don't want to watch this. Then when Ed Sullivan said, and now ladies and gentlemen, here they are, this group that's been causing all types of fabulous stuff across the world. Ladies and gentlemen, the Beatles. Boom, they came out and immediately, if you know what I mean, just fell in love with the group. Just absolutely fell in love with them. I mean... They look different, you know, than, of course, the way the performers were here in the United States. They had the pencil-thin suits as compared to the big blousy ones, and their instruments just all look great, and their music was fabulous. And so been there with them, you know, all that time. It's kind of funny. It's been 60 years. I'm only 39, Danielle. What? Yeah. So it's, it's kind of like I, I have my own uh, time machine, like Back to the Future,
1: Wow, wow, I'm impressed. See there?
0: Come on. Went back to check it out. (laughs) (laughs) And also, while I was there, you know what? I took a nice tour of uh, the U.S. This is my nice segue into going into my first guest, great guy, Christopher Moyer, Senior Director of Communications with Visit Detroit, the Detroit uh, Travel Bureau. Chris, how are you?
2: I'm great, Greg. Great to speak with you today.
0: Always a pleasure seeing or talking with you. Also a great guy to uh, watch a football game with. Cause you notice when you and I were the, there together watching that game, we won.
2: That's right. The lions win when we watch a game together. And the, and so hopefully we're going to watch some more games together next season. And the lions will be in the super bowl a year from now.
0: I'm liking that. I'm liking that a lot, Chris. Thank you. Now a lot of things, special things are going to be going on uh, with you guys, as well as the city of Detroit. Well, first of all, Tell people who Visit Detroit is and what you guys do in regards to representing, you know, Macomb, Oakland, Wayne County, and, of course, the city of Detroit.
2: Well, Visit Detroit is the very first convention and visitor bureau in the world. We've been around for 128 years, since 1896. Our job is to bring visitors, meetings, conventions, and events to Detroit and the three counties, Oakland, Macomb, and Wayne County. Last year, we welcomed more than 17 million visitors to our region bringing about $10 billion of economic impact. And we love our job promoting Detroit and
0: promoting Southeast Michigan. Wow. That is a lot. And, you know, one thing I know also is being a tour guide and owning a tour business to which we had a nice little get together last night. There were about 10 different tour companies. We all met up, you know, just to break bread talk. And I told them I was going to be talking with you today here on the radio. And they all said, hello. So imagine every tourist company pretty much in Detroit telling you hi. Hi. Well, we, you know, Visit
2: Detroit is proud to promote the region, but it's the people, it's the, the tourism companies, it's, it's people like you, Greg, that welcome our visitors on a day-to-day basis and show them all the great things that are happening in southeast Michigan. So we couldn't do it without all of you. Ah,
0: thank you, and it, it, it's, it's always a pleasure. We all enjoy it. We love it when people, you know, locals, people from around the state, around the region, or even from out of the country come here. We love showing off our city and also let people know about why tourism matters matters that is to our economy I mean definitely it brings some money into the city as well as the surrounding areas well no doubt as
2: I mentioned just last year 10 billion dollars generated in economic impact from tourism meeting conventions and events and we're only getting started Uh, but for tourism to really come to, you know, to really flourish in in Detroit and Southeast Michigan and the entire state. For our state to attract even more people to live, work, play, and invest, we need to uh, invest in tourism. And and that's one of the things that Visit Detroit is working on with the Michigan Hospitality Alliance. Uh, We're working to advocate for $50 million uh, to, to go to promote Travel Michigan. the the creators of the iconic Pure Michigan
0: campaign. There you go. There you go. And, you know, one thing that is always great is when we do get people coming in, you know, from different countries. There was one time I did a tour. It was uh, two couples. One was from uh, Toronto, and the other couple, they were from England. And both of them had said they always wanted to come to Detroit. And they always that's want right. to see everything. And, you know, you take them around and they just get so excited. And, of course, you know, you drive them by the Motown Museum. They all want to get out and, you know, throw flowers. So that's always something great to see.
2: Well, it, that's that's exactly right. And people are coming from all over the world. I think for a lot of people listening today, when they think of tourism in the state of Michigan, they naturally think of Mackinac Island or Traverse City or being on the lake somewhere. but. Forty percent of all visitors to our state, more than double any other single destination, come to Detroit and southeast Michigan. Detroit is the very heartbeat, the very center of pure Michigan.
0: That, that is for sure. That is for sure. And something else that people really enjoy, and I really enjoy just like the other folks taking in these places, it's the architecture of this city. I mean, you know, I take people into the Guardian building, and honest to goodness, Chris, they stand there for about 15 and 20 minutes just looking up. I don't have to say anything about it. Well,
2: architecture is one of our defining features. It's music, it's culture, it's art, and it's architecture. Detroit is the only UNESCO city of design in the United States and one of 43 in the entire world. So people might be wondering, well, what's a UNESCO city of design? The United Nations cultural body designate uh, historic places centers of design uh, centers of uh, natural importance and for us to be one of only 43 in the world and the only one in the United States is emblematic and a great validation of just what a beautiful skyline and then what a beautiful architectural sense Detroit
0: has that's for sure and also speaking of which, we got something really big coming up uh, in just about 77 days from right now, the NFL draft. 70, yes, 77 days from now,
2: uh, right down in Campus Marshes and Hart and Heart Plaza, the NFL draft. We're going to be bringing hundreds of thousands of visitors. This is a free event. You've got the Super Bowl this weekend, uh, one of the, the great spectacles of sport in the world. But then the, the stage turns to Detroit in just a couple of months as the free fan festival that is the NFL draft
0: uh, comes to the Motor City. See what happens, Chris, when you and I get together and we're both talking about a place and thing that we love, Detroit. Time goes by so quickly. Chris Moyer, Senior Director of Communications Visit Detroit. Thank you so much for being here. And Always
2: great to talk to you, Greg.
0: And I look forward to you and I talking about our secret little places we'd like to take people in the city when we have you on the next time thank you thank you so much chris you're listening to wjr am 760 i'm greg russell sitting in for paul w smith we've got more coming up Ooh, then i suddenly see you Ooh, did i tell you i need you every single day of my life there you go daniel i was singing along with the beatles for you
1: I loved
0: every second of it. All right. Welcome back. This is the Paul W. Smith Show right here on WJR AM 760. I'm Greg Russell sitting in for Paul W. on this Friday. This is also Beatles Day because we're celebrating the fact that it was 60 years ago today that they first appeared on the Ed Sullivan Show. And everybody in the studio is looking around going, wow, what was that like? (laughs) It was fun. It was fun. But you know what? I wish you could have the smell that we have here right now in this studio. It's just delicious, just absolutely delicious. We've got Dante Reisman, who's the director of food and beverage for the Imagine Theaters. Dante, glad to have you here. Hello, glad to be here. Thank you for having me. And, oh, my goodness, how many delicious smells did you bring in here with you? I believe we brought six of our specialty pizzas here today. Right. And talk a little bit about, you know, what some of them are. I mean, I'm looking at them. They're just beautiful looking, and you've even got this one. I know you talked about this was a special one. That you've got. So, what's this one? That
3: is our newest creation. It's a Southwest style pizza that we call, that we are actually having a contest in about two weeks' time where we're going to ask our guests to name this pizza. Okay. So, in addition to having your name of this pizza in particular immortalized on our menu boards, we will have an additional prize loaded in there, which we'll announce, like I said, in about two weeks. But this pizza for National Pizza Day was launched today. It is a salsa base with some cheese on top of that. And then we put chorizo crumbles, which is a Mexican pork sausage, with another layer of cheese, bake it, pull it out, uh, drizzle it in enchilada sauce, and then dollop it with sour cream. And it's phenomenal.
0: I think you may have to push that other chair next to the door. (laughs) I'm seeing people trying to scratch at the window now, trying to get in for all of this. So, uh, may have to have you do that. Now, this is also what National Pizza National Pizza Day. National Pizza Day, and you've got specials going on over there. Yes, we all do all the Imagine Theaters. So, uh,
3: for National Pizza Day and for from the ninth till the eighteenth, we have two dollars off any select specialty pizza. That's any of those ones you can you can you are tasting in studio today. Plus, we're doing a wine special for Valentine's in this same time frame where you can get $5 off select bottles of wine at each theater. Wow. And then we also have an awesome uh, lover's promotion, Strike of Love, out of our Royal Oak location, which is $100. And you get two pizzas, one large popcorn, two beverages, one and a half hours of bowling, and shoes for the couple.
0: Jeez, that's a
3: great date for
0: Valentine's Day. It is.
3: It's for the person who doesn't have anything else planned at his last minute.
0: (laughs) Right? It's like, honey, I got an idea. Get in the car. (laughs) You might see me there. Right. And same here. I'll be going, Dante, hey, help me out. Help me out. And one other good thing also about the Imagine Theaters is they're not just all about movies. I mean, they are. They're the greatest place to go. Paul W. and I talk about them all the time when I'm on with him. But you do. You also get involved with different things, you know, in the community. Also, I mean, we're the pizza city. I don't care what that, you know, there was some poll the other week that somebody had and it had Detroit down low, and it's like evidently that person did not come here. But uh talk a little bit about that, too, you know, just knowing that there's a great heritage of pizza here in the Motor City.
3: There is, and it's actually gotten a lot of national attention over the last few years. As You're seeing Detroit style grow mm-hmm. in popularity, not only here, but I have friends out in Denver, I have friends on the West Coast. In California, I have friends out in New York. And all of them, I see Facebook posts about Detroit-style pizza. So it's really amazing. The, the area we live in has such a diverse uh, amount of pizza you can get. Like, uh, I mean, we have great homegrown pizza places here, not only Little Caesars, not only Jets Pizza, but places like Michigan and Trumbull, mm-hmm. uh, Pie High Pizza. Like, a lot of these places in Detroit make fantastic pizzas.
0: Oh, that, that's Including great.
3: Imagine theaters.
0: Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I was gonna, and the other good part, too, if you get a pizza at the Imagine, you can order it. And if you're in, already watching the movie, they'll bring it in to you.
3: That is true. All of our locations offer in seat delivery. And we actually prefer to deliver most products to
0: you. And, and I can only imagine the people who ordered. And next thing you know, they had like two seats vacant next to them. <laughs> <laughs> somebody, you're like going, you're not supposed to be in seat three and four, you're in five and six. You definitely want to be in your assigned seat if
3: you ordered food.
0: (laughs) Right, right. And, again, like I said, great things coming up for Valentine's Day. And then also um, after the Academy Awards, that's when the movies really also begin to pick up as far as, you know, bigger blockbusters and different things like that. So that's definitely going to get, you know, more and more people out.
3: Yeah, and we'll uh, we'll be showing all of the Best Picture nominees soon. And in addition, we're planning a special event that we will be announcing soon that will coincide with the Oscars, so look for that as well. We have a lot of fun stuff happening at Imagine.
0: Wow, I want to hear about that one then, for sure, for sure. (laughs) And uh, yeah, like you said, you've got all the different movies and different things going on. And then also, how many locations are there again here, basically in the metro area, uh, are there Imagine theaters?
3: So we have about 13 locations in Michigan. Uh, We go all the way as far north as Saginaw, as far south as Saline, as far west as Heartland, and as far
0: east as Macomb. Wow. So no one, can, no one has an excuse that they can't find an Imagine Theater then for the most part.
3: That is true. My father lives out in Brooklyn, and he drives to Celine.
0: And then, even though this isn't necessarily part of your thing, you know, being uh, the director of Food and Beverage, but have you noticed more people beginning to come back to the theaters? Because, of course, you know, four years ago, we were all kind of wondering what's going to be happening. But have you seen more people now be coming back?
3: For sure. Uh, One of the things that I I think uh, really helps us out in particular is our attention to detail when it comes to the guest experience. Everything we do, not only food and beverage, not only the movies themselves, seat placement, anything, when you walk in a theater, an imagined theater, it's all about the guest experience, and that is what brings our guests back. And we're seeing an influx of guests. We have a lot of killer movies on the second half of this year coming out. We have uh, a huge banger coming out in the summer with Deadpool 3. We have a lot of hype behind Dune right now. We expect it to be a very busy year, and uh, Imagine is going to be strong.
0: And something else about Imagine theaters they've always come up with different concepts in regards to experiences for people with movies. I mean, I know they've got, you know, certain times just kid day movies, you know, Mm -hmm. for them. They also have something, uh, dementia-friendly screenings for people who are taking care of, you know, maybe an elderly parent or someone else where they can bring them out, have them enjoy the movie, and it's all in a comfortable situation setting. I personally, as a person who took care of his mom who had dementia, that to me is just the greatest thing in the world to hear. We love to hear that, yeah. you know? And
3: it's it's all, again, uh, it's all about our guests and the Dementia Friendly. We are the first company in the, co- co- the first uh, theater chain in the U.S. or world to do this. And there are other theater chains following our steps on this. Uh, we're very proud of, of the fact and we plan to grow that program. Uh, throughout this year and coming years
0: fantastic and that's another one where as you know anything you ever need on that let me know and i will definitely be there to help you out so in regards to movies do you have a favorite one for this year
3: dune i I was Ah. looking dune was my favorite movie i was looking forward to last year they pushed it twice i know they're not pushing it again i am so excited for dune
0: so is you going to see it this weekend with your pizza
3: I'm going to see it when it comes out in March. But. Oh, okay.
0: okay. You know, and that's just it. By always seeing early screenings, it's like, oh, you didn't see it yet? No, it's not out for two weeks. Yeah, oh, my, well. My,
3: my boss got an early screening of it, and I am jealous, but
0: <laughs> I did not. <laughs> so, once again, just have to thank you so very, very much for being here with me today. And uh, one more time, tell everybody about quickly how many pizzas they can get and all the fun stuff that they can do there.
3: We have... Uh, Six pizzas that are $2 off any specialty pizza for the next uh, nine days. Uh, $5 off select bottles of wine. The $100 Strike of Love combo for your Valentine's Day dates, which includes two pizzas, one large popcorn, two beverages, one and a half hours of bowling with shoes. And we have that brand new pizza.
0: Get it while you can, and hopefully, your name will be the winner. I am the winner. I wish people could see this room. I've got it all over here. Dante Reisman, Director of Food and Beverages for the Imagine Theaters. Thank you so very, very much for being here. And uh, once we go into break right now, let's toast each other with a slice of your pizza. Sounds fantastic. All right. You're listening to WJR. I'm Greg Russell sitting in for Paul W. Smith on this Friday afternoon. Coming back with more. Hello, hello on this Friday. Welcome back. This is the Focus Show on WJR. With Paul W. Smith, I'm Greg Russell, sitting for Paul W. Smith on this Friday. Paul W. is out on the road with some listeners. They're all uh, having a good time checking out different places across the country, as well as they're probably listening right now. So, hey, Paul W., waving to you and the gang. Oh, I felt them wave right back. So did Danielle, I can tell. (laughs) But glad to have you here with us on this Friday. As always, like to have a good time. And for sure, like to talk about things that are uniquely Detroit. I'm I'm looking right across the board here. The guy I've known for good grief. I don't. How many years, Nino?
4: I don't know. I think, <laughs> think Moses was our best friend. Yes, I think so
0: because so, he came to the clubs. Yes, <laughs> Nino Kotaro. and he had some of the best clubs in the city of Detroit. Starting out with one, especially Taboo, and R.J. King is here with him, who wrote the book about that. Good to see you too.
5: Great to see you, Greg. Yeah.
0: I mean, this is fantastic. For those of you who don't remember or weren't around at the time, his nightclub taboo, and that was where, down in the Warehouse District. wasn't. The
4: it? Warehouse District, yeah, 1940 Woodbridge
0: it in was, Detroit. It was one of those places, folks, where, honest to goodness, unless you showed up maybe at 9 in the morning, uh, there was going to be a line wrapped around the block. And it wasn't like that just, I'll just say, like on Friday. I mean, it was like anytime they knew you were open, boom.
4: Yeah, we I mean, were Packed every night. We're open on Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And we had any, a different event every night and we draw all kind of people. Great crowd, nice dress, well behaved for the majority of the yes. time, at least the early night. Right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, was there a pit in there too?
4: Yes, okay. yes. That was sung and danced in Florida.
0: There you go. Some of the cells are still working, Katie. There we are. Yeah. <laughs> but I just remember it was, like you said, the the hottest place. And you had pretty much every, not just local celebrity, but people were flying in from all over the place. Yeah. yeah,
4: anybody who was anybody was, was coming. People coming in town, movie stars, singers, uh, uh, business people. And uh, we have everybody there. Huh? Celebrity from radio station like you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I do remember those were, like I said, some of the funny parts
0: and fun parts, because especially, you know, even j- jumping ahead to the one other place you had, Metro Music Cafe. I used to, like at a radio station I worked for would have uh, a night there, I think like on Wednesday. And I'd get there and I'd just see the line wrapped around the block. And I just love the fact that I could just go right to the front of the line. And people were like going, who's that? I don't know. But <laughs> we got to meet this guy when we get in. And also, R.J. King Talk a little bit about just putting this whole story together about this place. I mean, I know there just had to be something fascinating every time you were looking and getting your information together.
5: Yeah, it was um, interesting because Nino uh, had these great clubs and thankfully had uh, lots of great photos, but the story wasn't there. So we were meeting once a week on Mondays for an hour or so, and and we just marched through it uh, in a few months. We had the the basic book, and then we got a book designer together to, to put this wonderful uh, book together. And, uh, you know, the stories and the stars that came, uh, Prince, Madonna, Robert Palmer, Joe Cocker, James Brown, uh, Iggy Pop, David Bowie, I mean, it was on and on and on. And so they would typically do a show at Kobo, Joe Louis Arena, and there was only one real club to go to, was Taboo, uh, from 85 to 95. So... Um, it was sort of the Studio 54 of Detroit.
0: That's for sure. My
5: goodness. But,
4: uh, Prince. We forgot Prince. Yeah. You know, they used to uh, used to play at uh, Cowboy after that. Uh, they used to come in at Taboo and wait until everybody leave. And they set up the drums and they used to drum by himself. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. So I, you know, I end up to know Prince and his uh, manager was a local guy. Mm-hmm uh actually we have another great uh, day with prince uh, when you know i own intermezzo and one day he come over uh with at that time the wife and uh, 15 minutes later uh, stevie wonder came in and uh, the guitar player i think for the slide and family stone and as if anybody remember uh, intermezzo used to have a little lounge on the side and they asked me do you mind if you take whatever is playing uh we like to jam by ourselves, of course. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you see, it's just something incredible to see. Prince on the drum, you know, Stevie Wonder, and harmonic, and this guy on the, on the guitar, a jam for about, I don't know, 30 minutes, 40 minutes. It was almost nuts after a while because, you know, the words get around so quick, and everybody was outside, tried to come in, and, uh, and you know, there was no, no iPhone then where you'd be able to capture that, so I, I wasn't was magical.
0: I can also only imagine, R.J., uh, when is one of the networks or have they already been getting in touch with you about it? I mean, this would be a great either movie or miniseries on, like, one of the streaming services.
5: Yeah, there has been some interest there, Greg. Um, we're just sort of looking at that. It uh, it would make for a great miniseries, uh, a documentary. Um, you could do it in three, four parts uh, with all the clubs. Nino owned, um, of course, his life story. Uh, coming here from Sicily, you know, uh, typical immigrant story, not much money in your pocket, but just hard work, perseverance, determination, and a uh, little luck, and uh, you become successful. And Nino's the
4: spitting image of that. Yeah, you need all all the above. Uh, a little luck, a lot of hard work, and, and to be the right place and the right time and meet to the right people. I mean, it's, it's not easy, but it's not hard. It's just as long as you want to do it. You had the willing uh, to be there and pursue it. You know, I mean, a lot of issues will happen you know, throughout, but it's not you can resolve. You just move on. You know, you fail. You just get up and walk again. That's for sure.
0: Now, also, I want to make sure we get this across, too, before uh, we get to the end. Where can people get this book? I mean, again, now I wish we did have, like, the television viewing part. Mm-hmm. Uh, you need to see this cover. Alone, this will just you know draw you right in. Where can a person get this book? Uh,
4: you can get it in a few places one we're online, mm-hmm. uh, detroittaboo.com, uh, Papa Joe, uh, Bella Piatti, one of my restaurants, and Mare Mediterranean. Yeah, you can buy. Um, so just I invite everybody to buy because A, this is go to charity great charity one is uh, variety uh, where my wife is she's on a board uh, and the other one will be going to the library of my own town in Sicily uh-huh. when I was there last summer you know I talked to the, the mayor and uh, they told me they don't have money to buy books so I told them that I will buy the books doesn't matter what so and actually they give me a great great reward uh, you know in front you know by hundred of my friend Uh, The mayor and the city council, they gave me, like, uh, the American Dream Award. So I was very proud of them and and very touching, too.
0: Well, congratulations. I mean, great guy always. RJ, I have to ask you this. You don't have to say which one, but when you were collecting the stories from Nino, did you ever sit back and have one just going, this can't be for real?
5: (laughs) Well, there's a great shot in the book of, of Nino, Iggy Pop, and David Bowie, and you're just, you know, from the early 90s, and you're just like, how did that ever
0: come together? wow and you know what you can always tell when you're having a good time that's when it goes by so quickly just have to thank you both very very much you know tomorrow thank you so much for the years of friendship and also for being here i really appreciate it rj king thank you great to see you again too thank you for having us greg thank you thank you for this book don't forget check it out folks taboo and you can find it easily so make sure you read it you'll be going i don't believe it but it's the truth More of the Paul W. Smith Show coming up right here on WJR AM 760 when we return. Oh, yeah. One of my all-time favorites as well. I mean, actually, each Beatles song is like my kid. You can never say which one really is your favorite, but... We Can Work It Out. Great song and redone by so many people, but nothing ever beats the original. You're listening to The Focus Show, the Paul W. Smith Focus Show right here on WJR AM 760. Paul is on the road with some listeners as they're doing a lot of traveling around and checking out some great things all across the country. I'm Greg Russell, sitting in for him. Glad to be here. Always love coming here to WJR. It's always a great time. Uh, Always have so many fun visitors. I mean, like... Nino and RJ, who just left, I think we could probably could have sat and talked for, oh, about two, three days about what we do remember (laughs) from his club days. But um, I know whenever I'm on again, we'll probably have them back, which is always great. But you know what else is great? The Motor City Comic Con. Such a blast. I was fortunate enough one time to uh, be the moderator of a panel there. And it is just such a good time. So many people show up for this. And start it right here. We've got Beth Berlin on the phone. Hello, Beth. How are you?
6: Hi, I'm doing wonderful. How are you doing?
0: Good. Good to talk to you again.
6: Yeah, thanks for having me.
0: Absolutely. Well, I mean, this is always a big event that happens here in the Motor City. Now, first of all, when is the, uh, I guess you'd say what, the spring uh, Motor City Comic Con coming up?
6: Correct. So the spring show is May 17th, 18th, and 19th at the uh, suburban showplace collection in novi michigan and tickets are available for purchase now
0: oh fantastic and i know you're still putting everything probably together but do you have any names that you can tell us who will be there
6: i can let you know the people who are uh announced already all right we have a we have a group of people coming who are all in the mandalorian we have john carlo and katie sackoff and two others coming from that and Katie Sackoff is actually doing an after hours event doing a live podcast that we just announced. Well, oh so that's, that's a special that's a special event. Um Amy Joe Johnson who's the Pink Power Ranger, she's been announced. We are announcing this week at uh, this week, William Shatner. Oh. Who everybody knows. <laughs> so I we think- have a couple <laughs> Um, guests coming in from Star Trek, but haven't been announced yet, but they are coming. Um, If you're into um, the Avatar, The Last Airbender, we have uh, three guests coming from there. Greg Baldwin, Grey, Delancey Griffin, and Dante Basco. And lots of other people that we have that just haven't been announced uh-huh. are real exciting. We're real excited
0: about. I'll, I'll be sitting and waiting on the edge of the seat, as the old saying goes, to hear who the rest of them are. And yes. got, got to tell you, I mean, it's always just a fun time. I mean, you know, like a lot of times people will have, like on certain TV shows where they'll make fun and, you know, different things like that. But it is just this group of people who, for the most part, all have something in common, who are all there just to have a good time for the weekend. I mean, just thinking of, like, the smiles that they all have and also the way they dress up. I I dare ask, what was the, I don't want to say strangest, but most, biggest outfit someone had on that you remember at a Comic-Con, Michigan Comic-Con? Um,
6: I think it really was just something that they created on their own. It was, like, one of those cyborg um, costumes. And they just were so realistic that it was, um, and they were, it was huge, <laughs> It was very interesting to see. Right. And, you know, anybody, I mean, so many co- people come dressed up in uh cosplay contests. And we have actually two cosplay contests one for um, adults that's on Saturday. And we just opened registration for anybody who wants to be um, part of that contest. If they go to our website, www.motorcitycomiccon.com, they can register for that. And then we also have a cosplay contest for kids on Sunday, which is free. All right.
0: Now, speaking of which, there are a lot of things for kids to do there. You even have a special area set up for them,
6: don't you? We absolutely do. We have a special kids' room that um, on Saturday and Sunday we have different activities going all day long. Um, The biggest one, the most popular one that people seem to enjoy is our Ghostbuster group comes in and they make slime with
0: the kids. <laughs> <laughs> uh the moms and dads must love that when they go home from Motor City Comic.
6: Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely.
0: The kids are always going, You told me you wanted me to learn a hobby. I did.
6: Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, we don't
6: give out the recipe, so they can't take it home
0: with them. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> and, and then also for people, I mean, you know, it is. It's a giant event. It was just so great to see all these people who are there. and But you have so much, like you said, for folks to do, including, you know, like your food court and different things like that. No one can go in and say they can't find something to eat.
6: Absolutely. There's all kinds of stuff. And now all of that is provided uh, by Suburban for us. So that's great. I mean, they have, um, they're actually, we're, we're in negotiations with them to do a little um, food truck area. Oh. For, for this show
0: that would uh, work
6: so that would be a lot of fun but yeah there there is so much to do there people come in in the beginning of the show and they stay all day long because there's so much to do
0: and, and i see why i mean i just remember the one time i got there i was there like first thing in the morning you know to get ready for uh uh the panel and different things but since mm-hmm. you get done you you do you just walk walk around because it's kind of like being yeah. in this nice you know fantasy world per se, because you never know who or what you'll see when you walk around a corner, do you?
6: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. There's just, um, you know, we have everything. We have comic artists. We have crafters who are selling their, their homemade uh, stuff that's kind of got a comic-related or uh, Comic-Con theme to them. You know, all the vendors selling anything from Pokemon cards to comic books. Uh, t-shirts we actually have a couple we have a really cool after hours event that I just signed on Um, it's going to be a live band doing a um, interactive activity with the uh, fans that's going to be on Saturday evening that will be announced soon so that's a pre uh, telling you before anybody else
0: wow (laughs) i'll be there for that
6: (laughs) yeah yeah i you know i'm really looking forward to that that's something brand new that we have never had at the show before and it just looks really really interesting and and Uh,
0: just also have to ask you like you said you know now you're at the urban place i mean this great big place where you've got um you know your event going on where did it first start
6: it started with the promoter who's michael goldman who happens to be my brother Mm -hmm. my our dad brought home a comic book collection for him and the two of them started setting up at small comic book shows and they just started buying more collections and more collections and then My brother bought a show, and that was the beginning.
0: (laughs) All right. Beth Merlin, thank you very much. Motor City Comic Con, don't forget that'll be coming up, and we will certainly be sending out more details as we get closer. You're listening to The Focus Show, Paul W. Smith's Focus Show, right here on WJR AM 760. I'm Greg Russell, and we'll be back with more in the second hour. Man, we talk about having a good party here. We got pizza. We got some other fun stuff coming up. And right now on the line, you just heard them here singing I've got two of the members, the one and only Rare Earth joining me today. We have got Wayne Barracks and Rollo Michael Rollins. How are you, gentlemen? Hey, we're good. Yes. Great. Fantastic. It's good to know. I mean, I remember seeing you guys, you know, back in the day, like even out at the Michigan State Fair. I think even at one of the Motown reviews, you know, at the Fox. And it's good to know they're just still there. Talk a little bit about the longevity of the group, Wayne.
7: Well, i tell you what, the band's been playing since, you know, the very late 60s with uh, records out on Motown and touring and, you know, playing with all the big acts back in the day and even, you know, up through the up to 2000 till the virus hit and we all had to kind of shut down a bit. But, uh, you know, it's just been great, you know. The band's uh, the band's always been out there and touring. And a while back, you know, years back, we got to go to Europe and do a CD or two over there, and that was just, you know, phenomenal stuff. And we But we always love to come back to Motown, Detroit.
0: Ah, that's right. Right where it right, right, all started. And then they've got, hello, Michael Rollins. Good to have you along with us, too. Talk a little bit about the perception perception the reception that you guys get i should say from the fans when you're on stage Rallo, are you there yeah hey
8: what's
0: up buddy i'm here man i'm having a good time we just wanted to ask you about the good time Rollo. talk a little bit about when you guys are on stage and just looking at the faces of the folks in the audience
8: it's such a wonderful time. I love
0: it. <laughs> and, and you guys do have a, a concert coming up here in just a little bit. Wayne, talk about that, the one at the Burman Center.
7: Oh, that's special for us. You know, that's, that's uh, the west side over there. And uh, I know a lot of people over that way because I've, I've done uh, some music over there for the Jewish Community Center over there. And uh, we're, I, I'm just so happy to be over there at the Berman with Rare Earth and be able to play for everybody over there. And we're looking forward to it, you know. It's, it's going to be a, a great show, and we're going to play all the hits and have a really good time.
0: And, and I can imagine just when you, like you said, do the big hits, I just want to celebrate. Get ready. I'm losing you. Rallo, what do you yeah. see on the faces of the audience when you're playing all those great classics?
8: Man, it is such a great time. I tell you, when you have everybody singing back your songs to you, uh, they know every word along with it. It just the live feeling is really, really great. And the, you know, and the fun thing about this is we're recording a live, uh, a, doing a live production there at the Berman. Uh, so we're going to be recording the whole thing uh, for the future and we'll be able to put it out and everybody will be able to see it if they don't get to come. But please come. It's going to be a blast.
0: Well, I can imagine, because, Wayne, one thing I always do remember about the group is they were always just a fun time to watch on stage. I mean, yeah, you got to hear all the songs, but it was kind of like we in the audience were invited into the party.
7: Yeah, the band The band was that way. It was a Motown band. Uh, they were, you know, we were, we were playing the dance stuff, and, uh, you know, it just, you lock in with the audience, and you just bring them right on stage with you sort of say carefully and let them just be a part of the whole
0: band. <laughs> that, that's right. That's right. Because, yeah, they're like like I said, everybody knows the words. Because when we were doing the thing at the beginning for your intro, I'm looking into the control booth. Everybody's up there singing along with it. You know, just, say, yeah, all right. And it's like some words might not have been correct, but, hey, we all knew the song. Hey, it's all good. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> that's for sure. And, <laughs> <laughs> just what I just want to ask you guys, either Wade or Rollo, if people want to get tickets to this concert uh, coming up, like we said, at the Berman Center, where should they go?
8: I got you there. We're the tickets are at the theberman, That's theberman.org. Theberman.org. And uh, you can also call them at 248-406-6677. You can text or call, and you you can get tickets either way.
0: That's right, folks. Go and enjoy this Rare Earth, of course, a Motown original band, uh, still out on the road, which is also something else good to know. How many concerts do you guys do a year, approximately, Wayne?
7: Well, you know, uh, when before the virus hit, the band was probably doing, I don't know, maybe 25 or 30, you know, but then all that started shutting stuff down, so we're just coming rolling back out again on it. So we're, we're picking up some now, and we've, we've got a cruise coming up. We're going to go out with the Moody Blues, uh, Justin Hayward, and uh, and do a week out there, and you know it's just uh, getting it all back revved up again.
0: I say, uh, Rallo, that cruise sounds good. When is that one coming up? Do you know offhand? That is
8: uh, that is April fourth. Am, right? Am I right? Yeah, April fourth. <laughs> yeah, April April fifth is when the cruise leaves Miami, and. Uh, It'll be us and the zombies and, of course, the Moody Blues and uh, Starship also. Mickey oh, wow. is still playing with them, so that's going to be a lot of fun.
0: That does sound like a lot of fun. Geez. Well, let's see. That's around my wife's birthday. Uh, <laughs> let me see go. if I can get some stuff together and we go on that cruise with you guys. That would be a, <laughs> a good time.
7: Oh, uh, let's do it. Yeah.
0: That would. And, and guys, i got to tell you, one of my favorite uh, – rare Earth stories was this back when we used to have the uh, michigan state fair there you know right on woodward and Mm -hmm. eight mile
9: sure
0: uh my brother and i were teenagers at the time we're walking around and my brother looked over and he goes greg do you know who that is i said no because that was before you know social media i mean you had to actually like find a picture of somebody he said that's rare earth over there and they were getting their pictures done by a character artist and we just kind of walked over you know very quietly and sheepishly went Hi, are you guys rare? And they like, say, yes, we are. And it's like, oh, my gosh. Just think in the future, we would have cameras in our pockets where we could take pictures. Now we just have to say these stories and hope people will believe them. But.
7: Oh, my God. So much fun. Sure, sure. But oh, that's great. That's great. Yeah.
8: And you do see when we're on stage, you do see the back, you know, a lot of the backs of people's phones as things are going. But that is, you know, we're totally fine with that. We like people to upload it to our social medias. We're on all the social medias, at rare earth official. And, uh, want to follow us? Uh, you want to tag us? You want to message us? We're always there.
0: All right. And that's rare earth, uh, anything else or just rare earth?
8: It's at rare earth official. That's Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram, TikTok, uh, even on, uh, YouTube. It's all at rare earth official.
4: Wow.
0: Well, so happy to have you guys here. Also, see we're calling this our Celebration of Music Day. Of course, we've got Rare Earth on with us right now. And then also we're talking about 60 years ago today was the first appearance of the Beatles on the Ed Sullivan show. Now, you guys remember <laughs> well, that? Oh, I remember well, that.
10: Right,
0: that's right, that's right. <laughs> tell, tell me about it. What, what what do you remember the most, Wayne? Man, I remember
7: the most black and white and you know, I was already playing guitar. And you know, but I was little, and I'm watching this on the Ed Sullivan show, and you know with with of course, with my parents and my sisters, and totally, totally captivated. I mean, I couldn't believe it. It was unreal, you know, but the girls were screaming all the time. right <laughs>
0: that's that's what I thought i w- I gotta go to a- the pencil thin suit and get my hair that way. Wayne barracks. Rollo, Michael Rollins, thank you from Rare Earth. Thank you so much for being here with us. Don't forget, folks, go to the Berman Center uh, website. Check out when their concert's going to be coming up very soon. Go see them. They're phenomenal, and they're a Motor City original. We'll be back with more of the Focus Show from Paul W. Smith right here on WJR AM 760. Greg Russell here on the Focus Show on WJR AM 760 for Paul W. Smith. On this Friday, he is... Off on the road with some of our listeners having a good time. Another reason why this song always sticks out to me, the opening line there, you know, my mother Mary comes to me. That was my mother's name. So every time I hear this song, I always think of her. So this is a very special one. And I know we all have special songs, you know, that stick out to each and every one of us from, you know, various different artists. But there we go on this Beatles Day and also on this pre-Valentine's Monday. I'm Greg Russell. And you know what? We all look forward to something to do on Valentine's Day. What do we do? Do we get flowers? Yeah, flowers are always good. Do we take you out to my favorite restaurant? No, because you probably don't want the same hamburger. But wine always works. And right now, joined in studio with Micaiah Glenn from Bricks Wine here in Detroit. Glad to have you here.
9: Thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, see, that's just it. We're getting into the happy hour because we're coming into the home stretch uh, of the show. Now, you got Valentine's Day coming up. What are some of your tips for getting a good wine for Valentine's Day?
9: So let's see. It really depends on the person. So we have some people who love sweeter wines. So I would suggest, of course, like a Riesling. Um. Moscato is a fan favorite. We can't deny that. Um, a good Riesling, um, something a little more full-bodied if we go, like, into, like, some really good reds because I absolutely love red wine. I love red wine. So I, I love you. Wine. Don't leave the studio. Same here. <laughs> there you go. Listen, I love a really good Zinfandel, <laughs> a good red Zinfandel. So that's one of my favorites. Um, I love champagne, but I also love Cremant. Oh, wow. Yeah, a lot of people aren't really – um, familiar with it, but we have Cremant at Bricks. So we do Cremant, we do Cava, Prosecco, um, some alternatives to champagne. Okay. Yeah. And
0: like I said, that's at Bricks. That is your place. Yes. Now tell us a little bit about that. I know it's located at 1588 Franklin Road in Detroit or Franklin Street in Detroit. Uh, talk about its start. How did it come about?
9: So this actually is my second one. So oh. I had another one in um, West Village. Okay a few years ago but it ended up closing but that's okay hey. because we reopened on May 3rd of last year mm-hmm. and that would have been my mother's 56th birthday i mean oh, i'm sorry not 56 i'm thinking of my own age but <laughs> 86th birthday okay so i opened on her birthday i thought that was really important to me mm-hmm. and um Bricks is a retail wine shop, and we're transitioning into a full bar now. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I'm really excited about that. We do a ton of events. We have a beautiful event space. I'm not saying it just because I own it.
0: (laughs) Hey, you're here to promote. You're (laughs) here to get the word out.
9: (laughs) Yes, but it's an absolutely beautiful space, so we do a ton of events. We do wine pairings. Um, We do excellent charcuterie. We have some of the best smoked salmon in the city. If I do say so myself.
0: <laughs> what are you doing after the show?
9: <laughs> <laughs> right. Cremon and salmon.
0: That sounds great. Now how what
9: got you into wine? Can I be really honest? Yeah. Drinking. Oh that's being so, that's being really honest. This listen, this is a story. I went to a bar with my sister when I turned twenty one and she said to me, all the ladies are drinking Peace Porter. Yeah, I just aged myself, but it's okay. <laughs> she said, all the ladies are drinking Peace Porter, but I said, you know what, okay, I'll try it. I, I took a sip, and it wasn't anything mm-hmm. that I would ever want to try again in my mm-hmm. mind at that time, but it was interesting enough for me to say, you know what, something's mm-hmm. happening over a period of time with my palate, mm-hmm. and I'm just so curious, I have to investigate. Right. So from that moment on, I've been tra- um, chasing the grape.
0: Sounds good. Sounds <laughs> yeah. good. Don't forget, you're listening to The Focus <laughs> Show right here on WJR AM 760. Greg Russell sitting in for Paul W. Smith. Now, speaking of aging yourself, the one that I learned to drink was Chilla Chella Lambrusco.
9: Lambrusco. Oh, yeah. I love it.
0: I, I, I love it. Hey, your, your PR guy, he's taking a egg on, yeah, I remember that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Take like a bottle this big, $3. It must work. It must be good then if that's all it is. They still
9: ask for it, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They still ask for it. They they will come in and, and, you know, it's really interesting. And I have to say no, but I don't carry <laughs> it. But but we can sit and talk about it over, you know, maybe uh, reds in or a uh, Cote Du Rhone or something, you know, you're pulling me right in, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> I see you've got your displays set up here. And also,
0: I wish you folks could see all these beautiful, delicious looking chocolates. What is it also about chocolate that just goes, especially with a nice red wine? I mean, I'll just do that at home in the basement.
9: Listen, it's something, and I know, I don't know if guys really feel like this, but it's something about wine and chocolate that makes you feel enveloped. You know? Yeah. You just kind of feel enveloped, and it's so lush, and it's so good. Um, I could sit and eat white chocolate and drink some really great Cremant. And be happy all day.
0: Whew. Okay.
9: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know,
0: I they've given me this, and I'm just doing this for tasting purposes, folks. Which wine is this, the red one?
9: That's a red Zinfandel. It's from um, Napa Valley from the Brown family.
0: All right. And Katie, if you wouldn't mind, if you could up one of those for me, a nice, uh, what is that, a sea salt and uh, dark chocolate?
9: Yeah, the dark chocolate would be really well. It pairs really well with... Um, Red in
0: All right, well, here we go, folks. Here is our taste test. Going to just take the little bit of the snap right there. Ooh, it's got caramel in it too. Make a good little drizzle and uh, put the chocolate in. It puts the chocolate in the mouth, mm. and you got it. Daniel you're going to do the show for another hour.
9: <laughs> okay. <laughs> mm. It's so good. It's so good. It's so amazing.
0: It really is,
9: and this red zen is absolutely
0: fantastic. Now, I'm—I know, of course—that you do have a website. What is it, and what can people find there?
9: So, our website is itsbricks.com. dot com. Mm-hmm. You can what you can find there is you can go on there, you can make reservations to come in and do flights, pairings. Um, you can book events, private events. We do private and public events. Mm-hmm. Um, we have some really cool images of the space. Um, we do a ton of public events. Like, we have an event coming up tomorrow, um, oh. an art show. Uh, it's an actually, art, uh, I'm sorry, an art opening. I'm having okay. too much wine. An art opening.
0: <laughs> I don't think she has enough.
9: Good. <laughs> <laughs> and we're featuring 16 artists locally Okay. for Black History Month. And all of the art is an interpretation of what blackness means to them. So we have some really great pieces on the wall right now. It's from 6 to 9 tomorrow evening. Okay. And that will be a lot of fun. And then for Valentine's Day, we can't forget, which is coming up really soon. We'll be drinking wine and eating chocolates.
0: I can't think of a better thing to do for Valentine's Day. So happy Valentine's Day. Yes, to everybody. And once again, just tell them your location.
9: I am located in... The warehouse, it used to be called the Warehouse District, and now it's Rivertown, or maybe it w- Yes, yeah, so I'm at 1588 Franklin Street, right on Franklin and Orleans, in Orleans Landing.
0: And what's so funny is we had Nino on earlier, who had a nightclub back in the day called Taboo, which was located in that same area. So oh. I guess it's part of that great magic yes. that's still floating around there. That is great. And also, gosh, I see you got a white one here and that one right there. Do you have any honey wine as well?
9: Um, I do at the shop. Okay. I didn't bring any today, so.
0: Okay, well, we're almost done, so I'll be there.
9: Okay, awesome. (laughs) And also,
0: let's set up some wine tours.
9: Let's do it.
0: I would like that very, very much. Let's do it. All right. Makai Glenn from Bricks Wine here in the Motor City, 1588 Franklin Street in Detroit. Stop on by, and from just with what we're smelling and everything in here, you won't be disappointed. Thank you so much.
9: Thank you. I appreciate it.
0: You're listening to Paul W. Smith's Focus Show right here on WJR AM 760. I'm Greg Russell, sitting in for Paul W., and we'll be back with more after this. Uncork another one. That's right. Michigan does come to talk right here. I'm Greg Russell, sitting in for Paul W. Smith on this Friday right here on WJR AM 760. We've been having a great time had so many fun and exciting guests. In fact, uh, we've got one who we decided to keep her over because we were just having such a, <laughs> a good time. Uh, Makaya Glenn, and she's the owner of Bricks Wine, which is here in Detroit at 1588 Franklin and Orleans in Detroit. She brought us some great things to uh, help us get paired up for Valentine's Day. Yes. And who knows, Valentine's Day might be today with with everything that you've got here. Now, we were talking about you getting involved with wines and different things like that. Now, do you have your own wine brand? Do you make your own wine?
9: I do. I have, um, it's called House of Harriet. Mm-hmm. Um, And I have a Cabernet, a Sparkling Brut, and a Sparkling Rosé. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, it's pretty good. The Cabernet mm-hmm. is really good. Um, I brought it into the shop, and we had it in maybe three different times. Mm-hmm. And Detroit came and... Showed out. Good. (laughs) Yes, I love my city.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. And our city, like you said, a great place to drink wine, also a great place to enjoy yourself. Because guess what? You're going to be a part of this that I'm getting ready to give away. Be caller number nine, folks, at 1-800-859-0WJR, which is 0957, to win a pair of tickets to experience Aretha's Gold. Be there, it's classic albums live and its roster of A list musicians. Bring Aretha Franklin's greatest hits to the Coliseum stage at Caesars Windsor on Sunday, February 25th. And, uh, you know, this is great. So, for a bonus chance to win, text keyboard Aretha to 800 859 0957. And what's so funny is earlier we had Nino on talking about his book called Taboo about this nightclub that was just the biggest thing. Here in Detroit. Aretha Franklin used to go there. I love her. Back in the day. So don't forget, uh, our ninth caller at 1 800 859 0 WJR or 0957. There you go. Best of luck to everybody out there. <laughs> so, like we said, so you've got everything all set for Valentine's Day. Yes. And what do you do when a person comes in saying, I like a uh, medium rare steak? What should I pair it with? That's a good one.
9: So this is that's a really good question. Naturally, I would go to something with a little more body to it. Mm -hmm. But I always tell people when they come into Bricks, you are the master of your own palate. That is so important that people understand that because we get so caught up with the idea that we can only eat darker foods with darker wines Mm -hmm. or lighter foods with lighter wines. But honestly, no one knows what you like but you. Right. You know, but as long as I do know where to point them, mm-hmm. and if they say, you know what, I want to eat a medium rare steak and drink maybe some Riesling. Go for it. It's like, so important.
0: I like that, because a lot of times people do think that they're boxed into one thing. It's like, yeah, okay, I'm eating chicken, so I can't have the red wine. I need to have a white one, even though I like the red better, or something like that.
9: Right. Yeah. yeah. It's already intimidating, you know? Yeah. So we just want you to come in and relax and enjoy yourself. It's a place where the novice and the enthusiast can come together and enjoy wine.
0: Sounds great to me. Yep. You like the movie Sideways? I
9: did. <laughs> yes, it just did a number of Merlot, but you know <laughs> well, i
0: I always tell people and you know my, my other job is I get to interview, you know, people in movies right he did. I did the interviews for Sideways about 20 years ago, I think, when it first came out. Okay. And, yeah, when that line, for those of you who know it, you know, when uh, Thomas Hayden Church is trying to convince him about going into the bar, and he says, yeah, 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 but I'm not anybody's Merlot. (laughs) Like you said, the Merlot business tanked.
9: It did. At that time. Which is insane to me.
0: It really is. And the funny part is, when I talked to him about that line later, he said the Merlot people were calling up, basically wanting to beat him up. And he said... (laughs) I'm an actor. I just read the line. I didn't write it. Right. So I guess things are good now, but, yeah, I still have more Pinot Noir than I've got Merlot. (laughs) I I like Merlot. Oh, yeah?
9: There are some amazing Merlots. There are some really beautifully made Merlots, you know? So um, I think now I see people are coming back, and they're starting to drink more Merlot. And I like Pinot Noir, too, because it grows Mm -hmm. through some of the roughest climates and comes out really beautiful. Gosh,
0: uh, I'll, I'll definitely <laughs> be over to <the> bricks uh, <laughs> and you know what else goes great with great wine great music and we've got some of course some great music here in the Motor City um, and we all know Anthony White I know you know him I know David knows him Katie knows him who is the director of the Detroit Youth Choir and they have got their new show on Disney Plus so uh, that might be another great venture to maybe just drink pop with whatever right. but He's joining us right now so he can come on in and say hi to everybody. Hello Anthony. Hey everybody. How's how's it going? Hey Greg, what's going on? We're we're doing well. We're doing well. <laughs> David's here. We also have Micaiah Glenn. I think you may know her already from Brickswine.
10: Okay. How you doing, Micaiah?
9: I'm great. How are you?
10: Good. And uh, thanks for having me, man. This is this is amazing.
0: Absolutely. Well, we are here celebrating a lot of things and one of the things on the top of the list is your new show on Disney wow, Plus. Yeah. When you yes. were on with me the first time, or here, that was when it was kind of like still under wraps a little bit. Now it's out there. Yeah. I sat it's at home. There. I've watched it like several times. I think, you know, there's oh. the pride. Well, of course, you know, you, the pride, the kids and everything. <laughs> Got to. Yeah, Talk a little bit yes. about what's been going on with that.
10: Well, the, of course, the docuseries is out now on Disney+. Plus, and when I tell you this is the best docuseries i ever seen, especially about a... Um, a youth choir, uh, and, and then it highlights the city so well. So, um, basically I'm, I'm happy and proud, uh, to represent not only these young people, but, uh, but the city of Detroit.
0: Absolutely. And that, that is something yeah. else too. Just looking at the shots that it takes, I love that it just showed the city in you know a good light where people are yes, looking going, Hey, I want to come there for a visit and take a Russell Brothers city tour. <laughs> I gotta throw that plug in there. You know that. But Yeah, uh... (laughs) of course, of course.
10: (laughs) Yeah, of course. You know that this is the Detroit is coming back. And the Detroit Youth Choir is so proud to be a part of the development and the the vision for the city. So that's pretty much what we represent.
0: No, that's for sure. And then also you're such great ambassadors because it's not just people in Detroit who know about DYC. I mean, after you guys, you know, were on the TV show there, AGT, all all these initials, and me, GBR, I was watching it all the time. But, yeah, people know about you, East, West, North, South, all around this world.
10: Yes. Appreciate all of our fans. I appreciate our staff, our parents, and and people like you, Greg, because you are the – Critic, that I really wanted because I really wanted you to see this, and I mean, I want to ask you, what do you think about it? Do you love it?
9: Well, (laughs) (sighs) are you kidding?
0: I double love it. (laughs) Did you cry? Did you cry, Greg? Not much. Not much. (laughs) Where's Tito when I need a tissue? And Dave knows what that line's from. (laughs)
10: Look, I. You know what? I get goosebumps every time I think about the docu-series and every time I sit and turn on Disney plus, I got to at least see one episode. So, you know,
0: (laughs) it it is. I mean, it just makes you feel proud. I mean, when I watch it and like my family watches it and other people, it's because it's like, this is us. I might not be up there singing because then there would be no show, but you know, (laughs) just these are me as children and striving to do something that they want to do.
10: And it's just a whole beautiful thing. And just to, just to think about that, these young people are just your your normal your normal teenagers and your normal children walking around right now. Like you can walk up to them anywhere on the street and just talk to them. They're 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 so uh, inspiring that you know I just, I'm just getting goosebumps all the time uh, when I'm around this.
0: Right. Then also, also <laughs> I think I saw a picture. I don't know if I can remember now if it was you or somebody else. You guys now also have your own uh, gear stuff for people to wear.
10: Yes, so we have uh Born in Detroit. Uh Born in Detroit uh has partnered with us uh on our DYC uh slash Born in Detroit gear. And you can find that on our website up under uh parents and students. And uh once you get a hold of one of those T shirts, you're never gonna wanna take it off.
0: Uh, I'm I'm quite familiar with Born <laughs> Born in Detroit. <laughs> Love those yeah. folks, and uh, I, yeah. I, I look forward to getting one of those shirts so I can walk around and probably go, hey, check,
10: <laughs> hey, check me out.
0: <laughs> That's for sure. And I know I've yeah. asked you this a hundred times before, but I was like hearing your answer, and I know people out there do as well. Yeah. Did you have imagined, you know, once you guys got onto <laughs> AGT, that this wow. would have continued years later and only gotten bigger and bigger for you and the group? Uh.
10: I mean, Greg, when I when I sit back and listen and and look at, and see where we've come, uh remember DYC, we started in the basement with seven young people and now we're a hundred plus and we're traveling, we're performing everywhere, we're on TV and radio. So I'm just I'm just so amazed at how far we've come. And we can also we can always go even further. Uh, for example, we have a trip to Africa coming up. Oh, wow. Uh, April, yes, April 23rd, we're going to Kenya. And um, we're going to go over there and do a do a concert, and then we're going to come back, and we have different concerts here. Uh, we have one at the Aretha May 31st as well. So there's a lot of things coming up.
0: Man, oh, man, that, that does sound great. And, I mean, <laughs> like you said, just now being able to travel the world, and that's the other good part, too, is, you know, for yes. the most part, if it wasn't for D.Y.C., a lot of these people might not have been able to see, to an extent, much mm-hmm. more outside of Detroit. But now because yeah. of you and everything else, you're showing them the world, and I applaud you for that, my friend.
10: Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. And I appreciate you even bringing me on today. And, you know, uh big shout-out to Born in Detroit. Uh big shout-out to the mayor of the city of Detroit, uh, Mayor Duggan. Uh, he's actually he's doing a lot for our organization, and I just applaud him
0: as well well sounds good sounds good and then you like <laughs> detroit youth choir thank you buddy always yes, always a pleasure great
10: and thank gotta, you
0: everybody i tell you dave rudolph is here with micaiah glenn from Brickswine. so we are all toasting you as well
9: absolutely thank you
0: so much all
10: thank right. you so much i, I appreciate it
0: <laughs> well we have got more of the focus show right here on wjr coming up i'm greg russell and we will be back this is the Focus Show on WJR AM 760. I'm Greg Russell in for Paul W. Smith with the Beatles. How do you like that, Daniel? I can still hit the post
1: after all these years. You're doing great. You're doing great. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep, this is our Beatles Celebration Friday. 60 years ago today, they appeared on the Ed Sullivan Show for the first time and basically changed the world. So glad to be here with you on this Friday. I've had a great time. Paul W. Smith is on the road with some of our listeners. They are traveling all across the country, just checking out so many beautiful places. So Paul W. will be back in just a couple of weeks, and uh, he's going to be sending us postcards. So that much I do know. Well, got to tell you, folks, as we get ready to explore movies, if you want to build your own handcrafted, delicious Wiggly's corned beef sandwich all you have to do is visit the D Motown Deli at 3750 Gratiot Avenue near Mount Elliott, home of the one pound Wiggly's monster. And I do mean one pound Wiggly's monster. You can find them on Instagram at D Motown Deli. And got to tell you, Wiggly's corned beef is the best. All right. So I guess we are all set. Where is Dave Rieger? I'm right here, Greg. Hey, all right. We'll be talking about our movies here. Well, actually, there's only one movie that's out this weekend, and it's called Lisa Frankenstein. Have you heard of that one? Have you seen that one? I have not seen it yet, but I did uh, watch the trailer. It looks very interesting. So you were explaining to me the the plot behind this movie. Yeah, it's sort of bizarre. It takes place actually in 1989. It's about a young lady in high school who's kind of like into the goth, and that was when, I guess to an extent, goth was kind of like first coming out, so she's really being, you know, People aren't hanging out with her. Okay, and she winds up at a cemetery one night. She sees the name Frankenstein on a tombstone, so of course you know falls in love. Next thing you know, typical lightning strikes it, and boom, the guy comes up, and it's a young guy named Frankenstein. That, so that becomes her boyfriend, and they decide then to go out and uh, just scare everybody else who picked on her. So it's it's almost Whoa, okay. a, a revenge tale, kind of like this. And the thing though that was that really stuck out to me in the beginning, I did not know Dave that it took place in 1989. I. Because, you know, it kind of looked normal, regular. Right. Until I'm looking at the cars and the TVs, and I even told uh, Diablo Cody, who wrote it, I said, when I saw that car, the girl was driving like a 1988 Volkswagen Rabbit. I had one of those cars. Did you? Yes. And I told her, I said, the joke was, it used to be called the lunchbox with, lunchbox with wheels. Because that's what it looked like, a lunchbox. Somebody used to do some wheels on it. And then, do you remember those big white, Boxy RCA TVs, yes, yeah, they had that in there too, and the VCRs and so much other stuff. So it oh, was okay, cool, a, a fun trip down nostalgia. Lane. Yeah, nineteen eighty nine. I was uh a sixteen. Oh. So yeah, yep. So you you definitely remember that stuff too, and you know, it's it was interesting to take that part of the trip. It's one of those where probably depending on you know how you feel, so we might just put this right down the middle with two Wigglies because it's almost one of those I right. dare say. You're either going to love it or not.
11: Got it. Yeah, I'm interested to go see it. Uh, I know that I was talking to Danielle about it, too. I think we might have watched the trailer together. And,
0: uh, yeah, I think uh, I think this would be Danielle's type of movie. Yeah, I say, Danielle, what are your thoughts? I mean, I know you haven't seen it yet, but what do you think from what you've seen uh, as far as trailers?
1: Um, I don't really have any words, but I do have a question. Yes. Is Diablo Cody the one who wrote Juno? I think so. Okay. Yep. All right. I was just wondering that. She kind of had, like, an old-school vibe. That whole movie did. So oh, yeah. I'm wondering if that's her thing.
0: And the director is Zelda, Zelda Williams, Robin Williams' daughter.
1: Oh, no way. Yeah. Well, that's really cool. Yeah.
0: So you got, got all that. And like I said, when you see it, I would love to hear your take on it. You know, okay. No matter next week or the week after or what have you.
1: I'll watch it. I'll watch it for you, Greg. Anything you
0: tell me to do, I'll do. Oh, love you. I love coming here on Fridays. This is so much fun.
1: Yeah.
0: And also another thing that they have coming out, Mr. and Mrs. Smith on Amazon Prime. So this is obviously after
11: the the, the Brad Pitt, Angelina Jolie movie. Right, right. right. And so uh,
0: that should be good. Yeah, to my understanding, uh everybody is loving it. Of course, my mind immediately went out trying to think of the two people who are starring in it, so if somebody could pull it
1: up uh, real it's quick. It's uh, um, Donald Glover. That's right. And then I forgot the, the woman's name, but she's from that show, Pen15. Yeah. She's a comedian. What's her name? Mm, mm. Is it Maya? Or is that the other one? Let's uh,
0: see here. I'm looking it up right now. Either, um. either
1: way, they're both great actors.
0: Right, right, and... The joke is that I heard from one critic is, yeah, it's based off of the characters, you know, like from the movie.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But you're just going to love these two more because there's no drama going on in the real life.
1: <laughs> Heck, yeah. You know,
0: as there was with him and Angelina, you know, at the time.
1: Yeah, there's no, There's nothing. They're not problematic. They're just like normal people.
0: Right. Yeah, yeah. so it's so uh, Maya
1: See.
11: Erskine. Is that if I'm, if yeah, I, yeah, if yeah. I'm pronouncing her right. last name right? Erskine,
1: yeah. yeah, you're right. Yeah. There you go. Both so, of them. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, uh, I, I'm interested to see both of these. Yeah, that, that would be fun. That would be a lot of fun. And uh, like we said, it's on Amazon. So our joke is, as always, it's free, yeah. meaning you watch it at home. Oh, I love it. Katie's in there just smiling. It's like, we've got so many of your places today, <laughs> yeah. which I love, which I love. So I got
11: one question for you, uh, Greg, which is kind of uh, a little bit off the movie topic, but on the topic of the Beatles. Yes. So today being the day that they were on Ed Sullivan, and the, is this is the, 60th, 60th? the f- 60th anniversary. So let's fast forward if the Beatles came out today. Would wow. they have the kind of just impact that, let's say, Taylor Swift has had on, like, the NFL and just what she's been doing with the the Eras tour and the movies and everything?
0: I'd only say probably not because what happened with them – was, of course, you know, was limited as far as people being on TV. Right. And they came out, like I said, just looking completely unique as compared to American performers. They didn't look like Elvis. They didn't look like Chuck Berry. Right. And one of the biggest things that also helped propel them as far as, you know, popularity or get them out there, three months earlier was when President Kennedy was assassinated and the country was in this deep funk, this deep set of mourning. Got the it. Beatles came on and it kind of like brought this light, especially for young people. And that was another part, I think, that really just kind of, you know, got it out there for him. And I will always thank them for it. And also thank all of you, Danielle, Dave, Katie. Thank you all very, very much. This has been Focus on WJR. Sitting in for Paul W. Smith. I'm Greg Russell. Be back with you next Friday, too, with more food. And who knows, maybe more Beatles. Have a great one.